What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Kicks and Picks podcast. The European club season may be over. The Champions League may be over, but Kicks and Picks podcast does not stop. We have Nations League this week, CONCACAF Nations League, and Euro 2020-something qualifiers. I don't even know when yeah, the next year is. There yeah. you go. It's fucking right there. So Nick and Scotty here with you to break down all the action Scotty, any thoughts? Um, let's let's talk about the Champions League really quickly. How do you how would you say we fared? I think we were pretty much right on with what we thought was gonna happen. I think there were fewer goals than what we expected. I think Inter held out a little bit better than you know what I'd anticipated because I, I had um money line and I think it was the, the total over one and a half over. Yeah. So it didn't quite cash on that one, but you know, it, it didn't really feel like a game that Inter was going to win. I know the XG coach brought up when our group chat, you know, was, was in favor of Inter, but um, you know, I have my criticisms of how XG is calculated. They don't really consider who is in the situation and where the defenders are. Um, they just kind of right. like where the shot is taken from. And yeah, like Lukaku screwed the pooch and at least two different times uh, in the last 10 minutes. So um, maybe that's, that's where half that XG came from, but it, it really felt like city were largely in control and it was a matter of, when not if they were gonna get on the score sheet yeah i almost feel like it was a game that neither side was trying to lose at least for the first half of the game um i thought interplayed pretty well defensively i mean that i don't think that was necessarily a surprise to us um i think we made mention of that but city certainly had their chances you i listen you nailed it right we both expected more goals i know that um I took live over two and over two actually, and it was plus money. Um, and, and that second goal just ne- never came right. Um, City had chances. Onana made a couple of really good saves. Inter certainly had chances. Um, a, a lot of shots, actually, a lot of shots that never made it to the target. So um, Inter did much better in possession than I think you or I expected. Let is that a fair? Th- Thing to say yeah i think that was our, our key to success when we were trying to say like hey how is inter potentially going to win this right like how do you see if you wanted to take inter draw no bet at whatever it was plus 350 plus 400 yeah. how are you expecting them to pull it off and it was hey inter is going to control possession and control the midfield and holland is going to be isolated and have you know only a handful of touches which is kind of what happened um the other thing that didn't really occur to us is uh injuries right like you know de bruyne went down basically played a half and yeah. when that happened and it was still level, it's like that was the one time I was like, oh, you know, um, something similar kind of happened with with uh, the Chelsea final. I think he picked up a concussion, right? Um, De Bruyne yeah. picked up. a, And so and that's how Chelsea stole their 1-0 win. And I was like, oh, like this is the similar, you know, storyline here. So yeah. that was like the one time where I thought maybe maybe there was a chance that Inter were, were going to come away with it. But um, they didn't really skip a beat. I think Gundogan had played pretty Played really well. Uh, obviously, Rodri had did the not goal. get a shot on target though. Uh, I did have him like just uh, we didn't give that out, but I a day of I made a, a decision yeah. that he was going to get a shot on target, and that did not happen. So, but that's you know a testament to City's depth. They kind of stepped in, um, played their parts all to to a T. Um, John Stone, I think, was a, a standout player as well. I think he, yeah. he had some weird stat where he he had completed the most dribbles in a Champions League final since Messi and. 2011 or some something weird like that um so that's a, a fun trivia fact that you can kind of tuck tuck away for the next uh pub trivia night that you guys go to yeah um so it'll definitely be interesting to see where both teams go from here and we'll, we'll get into that over the summer but you know city did it right they got the treble they got their champions league um 
obviously they're they'll hope to build on that with Holland and Alvarez and everybody that they have. Um, Inter, who is like massively in debt, we don't really know what to make of it, but things considered, had a really, really, really good year. Obviously, made it to his final. Um, be interested to see who they're able to bring in or bring back what's going to happen with Lukaku. So uh, definitely some storylines to to keep an eye on over the summer. Yeah, they, they'll, I imagine they'll bring back Lukaku. I mean, Chelsea don't need that right now. Um, but the question is really like how much of the bill is Chelsea going to foot for for his wages? Because as you mentioned, Inter is not exactly flush with cash at the moment. But overall, good season. You know, would prefer to go out on top with a win. But all things considered, being a plus 600 favorite in the final against one of the best city sides in the last decade, which is saying something um, can't really be too upset with about how you, you ended up playing that match. No, definitely not. So fun to see fun match. Um, we're, we're definitely excited for next year, uh, two years in a row, giving out European competition, future winners. So definitely happy about that. So speaking of European competition, we got the nation's league final, um, for anybody that's really unfamiliar with this tournament, we kind of are too. It doesn't make sense. It's a fake UEFA tournament for national teams that they kind of threw in in between years of the Euro. Don't get it. But this is, I think, the second iteration of it. So I guess it's an independent tournament each time. Um, so we're down to four teams. We got Croatia taking on the Netherlands and Italy taking on Spain. So let's kick off with that uh, Croatia-Netherlands matches, the earlier of the matches, Wednesday 2.45 Eastern time. Scotty, any thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, the good news is we should be pretty familiar with how both of these teams are going to set up based off of their, you know, run in the World Cup six or so months ago. It hasn't yeah. been that long since we've had a major international competition. So uh, unlike a lot of the times where you come into these June matches and you, you don't really know who's going to be playing and um, what formations you're going to see, I think we have a decent idea here. Um, I think... In this match, and also a little bit in obviously Italy and Spain, and a little in, in a bit, um, these feels like matches where goals will be at a premium. Uh, I, I like the unders in both of these. The under in this one pays a little bit more. I think it's minus one fifty, um, so certainly a heavy favorite. Um, I would not expect either Netherlands or Croatia to come out and, and put up you know two or three goals uh, by themselves in either of these matches. So. Um, Seems to be a defensive first one. The question for me is, is, is Croatia has been in this kind of, uh, you know, golden era is the, 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 the cliche term, but it really yeah. has been a, a great, you know, run for them over the last eight, 10 years, uh, last few cycles. Seems like it's at an end now. Um, they're yep. heavy favorites here, plus 280. I think there's a reason for that. Netherlands on their side. Under, underdogs. Yes, underdogs, sorry. Underdogs. Um, Netherlands, on the other hand, Seem to be uh, maybe up and coming now. Um, Gakpo yeah. was a huge winner in the World Cup in terms of you know his performances. So I'm sure eyes will be on him again in this one. Um, big key change in this lineup compared to World Cup is Genie Wijnaldum healthy. Um, so I expect to see him. Uh, he's scored lots of goals for for Netherlands over the last you know decade or so that he's been on the on the squad. I think he actually leads the team and international goals by a fair amount. He has 26 in his his career. I think the next highest is, is, is Van Dyke with six. Um, so get to see some offensive output from maybe a Wijnaldum Gakbo connection. But other than that, I think it'll be a, a, a largely possession based match. Yeah. I think um, let's, let's be, let's reflect a little bit. You and I probably got 
Croatia like the most wrong of any team in the World Cup. I think they burned us every time. They burned us when we bet on them. They burned us when we bet against them. We couldn't really make sense of them, right? They couldn't score against a lot of teams. And I think that they lost to Morocco, right? Lost to Morocco. Yeah. I think they drew Canada or drew Belgium or somebody. I forget who else. Um, but I'm looking at this roster, dude, and and um, the names are kind of blending into each other, right? They have obviously a very solid midfield. They always have, but, but it's old. It's I was gonna say it's old. And how tired are these guys? Because yeah. a lot of them have just made very deep runs into the Champions League. Yeah. Um, Actually, so, so sorry, they did beat they did beat Morocco. Morocco's run ended, but we were concerned about Morocco's pace against this Croatian team. And no, didn't they I play think- each other in group stage too, or did I make that up? I, may have uh, I think you may have completely. made that up. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they were the one that ended Morocco's run. But um, the reason why we were wrong, this is the one where we bet against Croatia because what Morocco had been doing with their speed had been basically, you know, blitzing the the other team's back lines. And we thought for sure that was going to happen here. Um, but I, I think they managed to, I think it went to, to extra time, maybe. No, they won in, in regulation. But um, the point remains here is, is I think the midfield is old. It's slower. Netherlands, on the other hand, with, you know, Gakbo and, and Berwein, um, maybe even Wijnaldum, it's going to be a tough matchup for them because yeah. they're not going to be a, a team that sets up and tries to play over the top, um, you know, play long balls into the box. They're, they're going to be trying to play through the back line. Uh, and I think that's where they have, you know, the potential to be exposed, especially with, you know, some some decent passing uh, center halves like Van Dyke, um, who can, you know, play that long ball and, and, and break that line. You know, you don't really even need the ball to be in the midfield for that to happen. Yeah, and and again, I'm really wondering uh, Brozovic and Modric in particular, both, you know, like I said, uh, very long European runs this year, so a lot of games played. And I'm looking at their forward line, and I just don't understand where the goals are coming from. Um, Perisic made the squad. He's 35 years old. Um, They have uh, Kramaric, who plays for Hoffenheim, who seems to be pretty good for them. I think he's got 20-plus goals scored for the national team. But I think two of the other three guys, it's like their second or first call up. So I, I just don't see the goals. I, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head um, for that under. It is a little chalky at this point in time, but I would lean that way. And I kind of think Netherlands win this game. I mean, if you're looking to take a side, uh, you know, even money on the money line isn't bad. Yeah, I, I, de- I agree. I think this is Netherlands game to to win here. Another point about maybe the uh, end of an era for Croatia is this city team didn't have a Croatian on the roster and they won the Champions League. And I think that's the first time it's happened in like, like almost 11 years or something like yeah. that, right? Yeah. So maybe that's a sign of the times a little bit. Um, I think their, their run is coming to an end here. Um, and, and yeah, I think, you know, if you want to go Netherlands money line, that's totally on board with that. I'm still sticking with the under in this case. I'll probably go under and maybe some props here. Um, I was looking at some of the goal scorer props, Gakpo plus 200. I kind of like that with how he played in the, in the national team at the, during the world cup uh, and to score or assist. I actually see Wijnaldum here is at plus 200. Um, yeah, so I might I, double up on, on that. I don't hate Bergwijn at plus 300. If he's starting, I think, and, and listen, guys, we have no clue how these teams are going to line up. So let's, um, I mean, there's possible formations out there, but um, I think this is really a crapshoot. So um, depending on who scores, I think him at plus 300 is a pretty solid number. He's been really good for the national team. And I think he kind of had a resurgence since his transfer this year. Yeah, uh, I would totally be on board with that as well. So 
Um, that's probably the angles I'm looking at here. I don't know. Yep. Do you see anything like creative within halves, like a first half line? Like what's the first yeah. half total looking right I, now? I, yeah, I really don't know. Was, uh, th- this game, I, I mean, I was kind of looking at cards and the numbers really, really chalky. Um, I mean, Croatia team total cards over two and a half is plus 135. That's kind of interesting, but three right, is here's a lot one for you. in a glorified friendly. Do you like uh, Netherlands money line and under two and a half plus 280? That's a lot of value that you've extracted. So maybe that's that's the play. If you if you want to play something that's got a little more juice to it, you, you really like the under like I do, um, that might be the way to go. I agree. All right. So the other semifinal is on Thursday at 245, Italy taking on Spain. As we all painfully remember, Italy did not feature in the World Cup. Spain went out in the round of 16. Yeah, they were pretty early-ish. Um, so odds here, Spain is the favorite. Um, they are plus one twenty-five. They're playing at home. Italy plus two twenty-five. Draw plus two twenty. Um, oh, Spain lost to Morocco in penalties, and very famously did not make a single penalty. There you go. Remember, they were um, the world's worst PKs. Yeah. So. so listen, um, same, but maybe a little bit different. Spain that we're all used to. Good midfield. Good technique, ton of possession. Where are the goals coming from? I mean, as I'm looking at it, Morata is still maybe the guy that gets the start here. Yeah, I assume he will be. Um, kind of tough to bench him unless you have somebody ready to go. Maybe Ferran Torres, if, if he gets a start. Um, he's always a guy that kind of turns up in these moments. But other than that, it's, it's going to be kind of reliant on the midfield to have to create something that is unmissable. But yeah. the total here is what the total here is under two and a half is like minus 170, minus 175. So I think the expectation here is neither team is going to be really effective in front of goal. Yeah, it, it almost kind of um, both teams to score. No, is minus 130. That That's uh, I was like kind of in that realm. This almost kind of screams like one nothing victory to Spain, maybe two nothing victory to Spain. You're, you're so pessimistic on on your national team Nick. yeah i mean wh- where the goals come from same thing right um what's the formation going to look like who's going to get in there who's getting rest there, there's Here's too the question, many though, Nick, is if the question is where the goals come from from both sides wouldn't you rather go with the side that has the better defense and historically italy's had the better defense yeah and i think they still do um but uh, you know it depends are we playing a couple guys who are just in the champions league final um you know five days ago four days ago or are they starting some other guys are they, are they giving some new guys a, a chance? Um, are we sticking with the four, three, three? I just have no idea how much he's no, going to line up. Forgot. The only thing Nick hates more than his national team is the four, three, three formation. Yeah, sure do. Um, is, uh, is, is Chiro starting? Is he available? He, he might be, he got called up. It's very possible. Um, it's either going to be him or, if, or if you have a front line of, of Chiro and, and Chiesa in some combination and, and Barella and Verratti behind them, that is a much more potent attacking quattro than, than anything that Spain is going to trot out. Yeah, no, listen, the potential's there. Um, it, it's just who's going to get the nod. That, that's really the unknown here. And I, you know me, I love to lock in numbers way ahead of time before I know anything. With national teams in a game that's kind of like a quasi-friendly, I mean, you know, listen, both coaches are going to come out and say they want to win the competition. Um, I, I just don't. But I don't really know what to make of these lineups. And I, I think we kind of have to go with totals. I mean, draw no bet. 
Spain is super duper chalky, minus 170. Italy plus 125. If they were home, I would like that number, but I, I just don't know. I, I mean, this this game screams live bet to me. It, like, let's see what yeah. the formations look like. Let's see who's getting the call. And I doubt we get a goal in the first 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'm reading up on, on some of the projected lineups here. It sounds like the Inter guys are all going to be playing, so... Um... Bastoni is going to be available. Yeah, I mean that, um, that's huge. But um, Marco, I guess they're quote Sarah unquote Barella. more in form, right, than some of the other guys. But, but the the concern here is they're saying that Matteo Rettigi is going to be Rettigi is going to be starting. It's not Chiro. Um, yeah, and I could see now that. I retract I mean, that. I think uh, the odds on both guys to to get a shot, the odds on both guys to score, it's exactly the same. I, I think. Um, listen, he's a little bit younger, a little fresher. He's not marred by the faults of this formation. Um, but at the same time, you got to get service, right? So I, I think you made a great point. It really matters to me if Kiesa does get a start uh, or who else is really going to be the flanks. Yeah. So I, I think if you're looking at lines, though, I know you don't, you like Spain to win this one. Do you see any value in Spain? You taking the money line plus 125? It's not bad. Um, I wouldn't be mad at anybody for taking it. Uh, I'll put it that way. Um, Spain in under two and a half is plus two ninety five. Yeah, that's fair. Um, to me, it's like if you can have Spain at plus one twenty five or my, on the money line, or Italy draw no bet at plus one twenty five. Yeah, that almost feels better in a game where we know goals are not going to be the uh, they're going to be a rare occurrence. I'll put it that way. Yeah, or even even here, if you if you feel a little less risky, uh, Spain win in under three and a half is plus one forty five. So you're getting an extra. 20 points of juice. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Fair. Um, so props, I know you you, you talked about um, Rettigi and, and, and Immobile had the same props for, or same odds for, for any time goal scorer, plus two, well, plus 260, plus 280, a little oh. bit in favor of Immobile. Yep. Um, on Spain, Marata's plus 200. No way. No Stay chance. Away from that. Away from I mean, that that's one. just not a good enough number to trust Marata. You and I have been burned way too many times. Um, looking down for value, um, we've got Barella at plus 450. Chiesa like at that. plus 450. Yep. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anybody on Spain that I like that's deep down here. Because like Ansu Fati just got added to the to the squad, I think, this yeah. week. So I don't really love him. Um, man, there's not a lot of value for, for some of these Spanish guys. No. Like I will say, um, if these Asensio guys are starting, is plus three hundred, eh. it's not not terrible. Yeah, I was going to say if these guys are starting, um, it, but it's tough because you don't know if they're getting a full ninety. But I would say Verratti to get a card plus one seventy five is awesome. Uh, he's <laughs> usually around even money. Zaniolo is plus two hundred. I think like that dude is a walking fucking card. Um, but I don't Georgino, know that he gets you have, to start. Do you have him on that? Let's see. Uh, he is plus four hundred. Jorginho to get a card is plus 400. Yeah. And he's going to be chasing shadows, but I don't think he starts. I really don't. Uh, okay. I don't, I don't know. And a 4 3 3, who are your three midfielders that you think are starting? Verratti, Varela, Verratti. Um, third one, you can make a case for a couple of guys. I think maybe Fratesi could get it. I think um, very possibly Cristante's had like quietly a good year for Roma. Um, Ooh, saying that without coach on the pod. Yeah. Yeah. I, let's see if he listens or not. Well, we'll see tomorrow if we get the group <laughs> text. 
Yeah. I, I think but, Giorgino starts in this one. Like that's I, I that's, just think he's too slow. You can't have that much slow on the field. Okay, tell that to Croatia. Yeah. Uh we'll we'll say I wish Italy was playing them. It'd be a better matchup. Um, yeah, the, the last thing I'll say uh, before you, you get to your question, this does feel like a corners game to me. Um, Ooh, Nikki corners it, is bad. Yeah, it's only eight and a half. It's a little uh, minus 130, but I think we get to nine corners in this one. Spain, to me, feels like they get six on their own. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, it, to me, if, if you wait for the lineups to come out and you, and you see Jorginho in there, I would absolutely put that in at plus 400. That feels really high for me. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess I, I would... I would take a shot on target prop here just because or, or layer in a shot on target prop just because I think, you know, if if it, depending on who starts between Immobile and, and Retegi, minus 185, you can layer that in with something else. Um, yep. And that should be a good way to kind of add up your value. Um, so whoever's starting there, take that, take that plus the under two and a half, maybe. And, and you're now you're looking at something that's like even money. Yeah. Um, I agree. And here, I'll, I'll see what the exact odds are that but um yeah i think that's that's kind of where i'm leaning cool i'm with you so who do you who do we got in the final you got you got spain versus uh, likely spain against the netherlands yeah since Um, we won't have a podcast before the final on sunday who do you got winning gun to my head spain okay i'll take netherlands i think uh i think if it gets to that point if it's I'll put it this way. I like Netherlands versus Spain. If Italy get by, I would take Italy over Netherlands. I, I agree with that. So I think I think the winner of this game wins. That that's like kind of my lane. Okay. Um here, let's let's just be completely wrong. I think Croatia come in last. <laughs> yeah. You think they they lose both? They lose this I, the I opening match do. and the third place. So match. if anybody, if there's a future on this, bet Croatia to win. You have limited time. <laughs> Listen. I hope you're listening Wednesday morning. Take Croatia not only to win that game, take them to win the whole tournament. Okay, I'll take uh, I'll take Netherlands in at worst second place, maybe first place if Italy get through against Spain. Or sorry, if if Spain get through against Italy, um, and then yeah, I'll take Croatia last place. Cool, I like it. Um, so all right, that that's going to wrap up that portion of Europe. We'll get back to Europe in a second. We do just want to make mention there's also the Concacaf Nations League. So this is the same exact thing that. North America is put together and we've got, I would say three of the four best teams here at play. So USA is taking on Mexico. Canada is taking on Panama. Both games are late at night on Thursday. Um, Just because I'm not looking at Canada and Panama odds in front of me, let's start with USA and Mexico, USA plus plus one twenty favorite Mexico plus two ten. I am not sure off the top of my head where the game is. I know it's in the U.S. Scotty, I like the U.S. just because this Mexico team is absolutely a disaster. Yeah, so is the U.S. national team. They're both disasters. Um, fair. Let's not pretend. Very like fair. Interim coach, is talented. Yeah, but uh, I will say if if my boy Balogun is starting, I will absolutely take him anytime goal scorer at plus two hundred because I think he has been. He is. When we talk about like where the U.S. men's national team is is growing, and we talk about players coming over from Europe or, or going to Europe to to develop, you know, Balogun is is a true blue like prospect that has been developed in UK for you know several years. He's now out in Germany, I think, been playing for in the in the Bundesliga. And, yeah, a really good um, year, right? Yeah, he's been bagging goals. Um, he's obviously part of this Arsenal young youth 
you know, movement with, with Saka and, and Reese Nelson and Martinelli. And, um, and I think he's every bit the part. So I think this is probably like the first real emerging U S men's national team starlet that I've totally bought in on. Um, I think he's, you know, every bit of, of scoring, you know, a, a couple goals in this match. So anytime goal score plus 200, assuming he starts seems like a, a really good bet. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that'd be awesome to see it quite honestly. I think, um, I know for all the shit that we talk about, Kristen Pulisic, if he's healthy and if he's starting, this is the type of game that he tends to thrive in. He gets a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. He gets hacked an awful lot, but um, it's almost the type of matchup that could be won on a set piece. So he's definitely the guy that's going to be taking penalties. He takes most of the free kicks around the box. He is currently sitting at plus 320. I think that's a, a really, really, really good number for this game. On board. Um, and then I'm trying to find him. I, I just don't see him in front of me, but Jesus Ferreira, um, if, if the number is decent on him and he gets to start, that dude's been absolutely on fire for the past two years. Um, and I think he's up to 10 goals in MLS. He's leading the league right now. I feel like he scored the last couple of friendlies for the U S as well. Yeah. I don't see him either. Are we sure yeah. he's, uh, he's been called up. I believe he has. All right. Book's got to get on it because I, I do not see him on my list either. Yeah, so we will uh, we'll tweet that out if we find it. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, that's kind of what I'm looking at here. I think um, uh, both teams to score, it's pretty much a toss-up. If you believe in Mexico to score, I think that's a good bet. Um, the winner of that one will take on Canada or Panama. And I think this one's in Canada and I, or excuse me, it's in Panama actually. Um, so that could make things a little tricky, but Canada, clearly the class side here. Yeah. Uh, they should run away with this one. Um, this one, I definitely feel like is an over, uh, I know yeah. Panama's had decent defenses over, you know, the last few years. I, I think they popped up here and there. Um, but I would take a, a, a Canada team total over if if you have it. I don't have it on my book right now. So yeah, so I'm sorry, guys. Odds for this one are just they don't seem to be kind of anywhere. Um, yeah, I don't know why. There's some player props out though. So Jonathan David plus 140, Kyle Aaron plus 160, uh, Alfonso Davies plus 240. Um, David at plus 140 seems to me like a good number here. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, we d- usually don't advocate for goal scorers when their odds are like less than plus 200. Plus 200. Yep, but. In this case, I think it's as solid the bet as you're going to get without seeing the total, right? Like if the total over two and a half is, you know, plus 120, then maybe that's the better bet. But um, yeah. I think if you're if you're getting the over in this one, David is probably going to be a goal scorer and you might as well take the plus 140 with it. Yeah. Um, so sorry, looking here, um, I found it on another book. We usually use DraftKings just to stay consistent, but I'm seeing here Canada minus 150, Panama plus 395. Uh, over two and a half is plus one fifteen. So, um, if that, uh, definitely the over a plus money, I think you have to take a shot at it. I, I feel like Canada get two goals here, no matter what. They very likely could get three. Panama could pop one in at home. Uh, I think the over is to play. Uh, it, you know, if, if you don't get a goal in the first couple of minutes, maybe you do a little Canada money line action. But before seeing anything else, I, I like that over. Yeah, I'd be shocked if Canada don't get at least one in the first half and. I think that points to the, the total hitting because usually the second half is a, a bit more open in these games. Easy. So let's stamp that one. A Canada win. Um, I have a U.S. win in the other game. Uh, uh, what do you? Th- uh, 
Do you agree with that? Just a full North North America sweep here. Uh, I know I, Mexico technically part of North America, but um, yeah, uh, I I think I would agree with that. Um, I think what I'm most excited for is, is seeing some of these you know offensive players kind of gel in a little bit more. Um, I think David, you know, he was he, he was he injured a bit last. Uh, you know, uh, was it the Gold Cup last summer? Definitely. Yeah, I was gonna say that I think I remember missing out a bit on a few of him. So I think good to see him back. But hopefully we see lots of goals in both of these. Agree. And if it, there is a US Canada final, uh, that'll be an interesting one. I would love the homer in me says US would win. I think that game's pretty much a toss up at this point in time. Yeah, that's fair. All right. And then the last thing we have over the weekend are your Euro 2024 qualifiers. Uh, we're not going to go through every single game here, but Scotty, are there any bets that jump out at you? These I don't love. Okay. No, I, I have one right off the top of my head. That I think it's the well, first one. Let's, let's talk overall strategies here. Cause I think usually here you got to yeah. take underdogs, right? Is that what you were thinking? Um, In, in teams that are like evenly matched ish. I, I always tend to go with the underdog. Definitely. Okay, because I, I was thinking like what I, my strategy here would be is I would find somebody that's, you know, maybe a bit of an underdog, like let's say Ireland versus Greece, for example, and I might take them, draw no bet and get them at, you know, let's see, they're, they're yeah. plus 270 money line, Ireland, draw no bet, plus 160. Like that's yeah. probably like the strategy that I would take. So I would even go a step further and I'd probably take them double chance away. And I'm guessing they're like minus 130, minus in that yeah. realm. Yep. So... Yeah, I, I turned that tie into a win. Um, that's kind of where I go in that scenario. How? What? What, what are you looking at? What was the one that you loved? You said the one. Yeah, I think Ukraine out. against North Macedonia. Ukraine just played Germany really well. They scored three goals. Um, I, I think you know this is an opportunity for the, just a. I feel like this country. is a vendetta against North Macedonia since they didn't they. Knock no, out no, Italy? not even that. Just North Macedonia <laughs> are very good. And um, right, now I'm taking. You, now I'm taking North Macedonia plus 180 draw no bet. Take them, but Ukraine is minus 105 on the money line. I think that's too good of a number. I, I think they get it done here. Um, looking at some of the other underdog potential. So, like, listen, there's going to be some that we don't touch, um, like, you know, Gibraltar versus France, obviously not touching anything there. Um, you know, Scotland, Norway. I don't know. Tough. Norway's plus 100 so on the money tough. line. Scotland plus 265. This one, I don't know that I could take. I feel like this almost feels like a trap line because I, I would have thought Norway would have been, you know, minus 150 or, or, or worse in this. Yeah, scenario. listen, I, I've we've seen Norway click on all cylinders uh, when Pookie's playing well. I don't know if he's called up or still playing. He's getting up there in age. Um, and, and I've seen them score two or three goals. I've There's been games where I've bet on them and they just can't hit the net. So... Um, that to me is almost a take a Scotland double chance or, or draw no bet. I, I feel like um, that number is a little too disrespectful to Scotland. Okay. Can I entice you with a bet against Belgium? Always. Austria double chance is plus 125 against Belgium. That one's a little bit tougher, but I think if they were at home, I would like it away to Belgium. Possible. I, I just don't no know. No De Bruyne. De Bruyne's hurt. Oh, there you go. Probably Lukaku isn't starting because well, I don't know that if that's dude can't in favor run. or against. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, no, we closed the door on that golden generation a while ago. So yeah, you're right. You know what? You can talk me into it. I will take Austria. Draw no bet in this game, or excuse me, double double chance, chance plus one twenty five. Yep. 
And then are there um, any favorites that you'd be willing to ship goals on? So like Portugal versus Bosnia, for example, Portugal. Yeah, hold on. So the last thing I'll say, I, I do kind of like Bulgaria away to Lithuania. Uh, that's a messy. I know Scotty's already thinking it like that's a messy game. You can't fucking name two players on, on the teams, <laughs> right? The words like, I, I, say, I, yeah, you can give you me can two say. names. I'll, I'll take what you're saying seriously. No, but I think Bulgaria historically is is definitely a tougher side. Um, and I, I think plus 125 is a decent number on them in this one. So um Probably would go there. Um, okay. In terms of favorites, I'm sorry. So I was going to bring up Portugal versus Bosnia. Portugal's at home. Portugal's yeah. minus minus two is even money. Yeah. Yeah. No, can't 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 sell you on that one. Uh, that's no, tough. That's, no. that's, no, that's tough. No. That's a great line. Like kudos Vegas. You made a di- dynamic line. I love. Yeah. It. The, the the problem there is the minus two. If it was minus one and a half, I'd be all over. Minus it. one and a half, I would take it. Yep. Yeah. Agree. But minus one and a half in this area, it's like minus 160, minus 170. Yeah. So maybe that's what you do. You could do that. You can like do a little fun little parlay. But other than that, I mean, the the other favorites here, like Switzerland and Andorra, it's that's too much. England, Malta, that's too much. Yeah. Like Kazakhstan is as minus 1000 against San Marino. Like you can't touch that. Yeah. Tough. Turkey versus Latvia, maybe. It's the only other one that I would, I would maybe consider. Um, Turkey, if you want to take them, uh, minus one and a half, that's even money. Uh, that's not bad. Latvia. That's not bad. So maybe that's... Is it, it's in Turkey? No, it's in Latvia. No, it's Gotta in Latvia. Be. Okay. Yep, in Latvia. So I'm saying these, these are like, they feel like dart throws most of the time, which is Definitely. why I like to just go with the underdogs. When if you can find an underdog that you can kind of sell yourself on, that's that's usually what I roll with these. Yeah. No, listen, uh, if I had to make picks and i mean that's why everybody's listening right i i like ukraine money line i like um ireland double chance at greece i think that's good i like bulgaria plus 125 money line and i would go again with um scotland the double chance so i think two double chance two money line uh those would be my picks all right fair enough um it would just uh, if you like, do you like goals outside of the obvious mismatches, right? We know no. France is going to put up four goals on Gibraltar, right? Outside of that, is there anything where you see? Yeah, um, I was just going to say England team total is over three and a half against Malta. Right. <laughs> Tough. Um, yeah. In that case, it's just like go goal score props. You know, um, if you want to get like Harry Kane to get a brace there, that's plus 110. Um, so I don't see how. England yeah. get four goals in this one if, if Harry Kane isn't getting a few. If you want to just take Harry Kane to score at all, I think it's minus 160. Ooh. Um, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, keep uh keep your eyes on Twitter. We'll definitely uh Friday and Saturday we'll we'll tweet some stuff out as these lineups come out and as the, the numbers shift a little bit. But yeah. Anything else, Scotty? No, I mean uh, I think we're gonna have a, a fun summer schedule here. I think we'll uh we'll we'll try to keep it interesting we'll be doing some club state of the clubs with some of our guests of you know weeks past um we'll be obviously up to date on all things transfer i think we talked about maybe starting some transfer rumors of our own since uh, <laughs> you really don't have to have any credentials these days to yeah come up with a rumor so maybe the first one we're going to start as I, I think nick heard from some of his sources at lazio that they're actually meeting with uh killian mbappe's agent in, in paris this week yep. um, he's discuss- on the outs at psg so yeah. So maybe Lotito that's is all over it. Something we'll keep an eye on a potential Mbappe to Lazio finished second in the Serie A last season. Could this be the move that gets them to the top? Yeah, Got, got to spend that Champions League money. No, you can't, can't, be. You can't knock them. 
And uh, I think the rumor fee is it's going to be a swap of uh, Chiro and, and 60 million euros. I think yeah. that's the uh, rumor fee right now. So got to do it at this point. Um, so yeah, we're, be on the lookout for that stuff. Transfers, MOS. I don't know if you guys heard, there's been some big news out of that league. So that transfer window should be pretty interesting. Um, we don't slow down in the summer, so we appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Please give us a like, a retweet, a subscribe, a follow. Uh, and we will, after we win you money this week, we will catch you guys next week. <laughs>